Welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, episode 42. It is the uh, 8th of May, and uh, we are joined by, as always, uh, Danko Suvin from the Instagram handle, at Dankdeluse. Uh, we have John, the producer here. Uh, he's back from his administrative uh, leave. Uh, under duress. Under duress, yeah. Under, yeah. under threat of no, uh, under threat of violence. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're we're happy to uh, to also have uh, Annie from At Depths of Wikipedia here with us. Uh, Annie, uh, yes. As, as the guest, we'll let you go first. How are you? Uh, how are you doing today? I'm. I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I just have this um, Instagram page that's been like shit posting Wikipedia. Hell the yeah. Screenshots are funny. And over the past nine months or so, I've gotten 235,000 followers. So yeah, that's uh, that's an yeah, impressive that's number. How we, and that's how we connected. Yeah. And how, uh, how long has this wow. been around? I started it in May of 2020. So just a little oh, bit longer. God it damn, feels yeah. so much longer than that because I've I've known of the page for a long time, or I guess not that long, but it, it just it feels like a like a fixture at this point. That's bizarre. Quarantine was a lifetime, but I so I'm yeah. I hope that more people feel like that because I have my first copycat page. Um, it's oh. Weirdopedia, and I'm not quite sure how to feel about them. Oh, that is I strange. Think, I think that means you've arrived. Like <laughs> you're you're gonna get cataloged as the first, even if you're not ultimately successful. There you Here, go. Here's a very important question, actually. Oh, do you have a Wikipedia page yet? No, so I don't oh, have a Wikipedia. Disgusting. Page. That'd be cool. I just feel like I'm not notable enough. I'm not going to make one about myself. If it happens. No, no. So somebody else has to make it. All right. Um, <laughs> what a beautiful uh, moment that will be. Dorian, Dorian, how are you doing today? Uh, we, we talked to each other um, earlier today, but I'm still going to ask as a formality. Fucked up my neck again because old. I'm made of stress and I'm old. I am old. Uh, I am in awe of the fact that we made it to 42 episodes and the awful end of awe versus the awesome part of awe, I think mostly. Um, but I mean, we made it to the, the answer of the world, the universe and everything kind of thing. So, so sure. we, we finally made it there. Um, and, uh, gosh, darn it. I'm just, uh, real happy to be <laughs> Don't cry. Don't cry. Hey, what do we what do we say about crying on camera? I'm sorry. Yeah, the the HR meeting that we had yeah. uh, yesterday, which we've had quite no a few crying. thanks to uh, John, like three a day. Yeah. Man. I yeah. can't. I don't understand why we're doing this. This is really this is awful. But you know what I've been doing. You know what I have been doing that's been helping me out a lot with my back pain, 
with the fact that I'm old, with the fact that I don't like being alive, with the fact that I have all these addiction problems, uh, the fact that women hate me, uh, the (laughs) fact that men also hate me, non-binary people also hate me in a different way. Like all of these are women hate me, men hate me, fish fear me. (laughs) (laughs) Dogs want to be me. Um, But uh, I've been reading a really cool book. Mm. Yeah. We'll probably talk about that. Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. And it's it's changed things for me because I read twelve more rules and that was like cool. Yeah, but, but the first twelve. Uh, but then I, I wasn't able to be on the episode with with twelve more rules. You know, right? Uh, yeah, we we had Jordan know, Peterson instead. You did, you Jor- did. Jordan so Peterson. Allegedly, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and uh, I'm just really excited to be able to like finally express the impact that his writing has had on me. Well, that's cool, man. Um, John. Uh, we're we're not able to see you today because HR said that you should probably hide your face until uh, you've made a proper apology to and the the community that the you bot. slandered. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. So. John, how are you doing today? And again, this is just a formality. I don't really care. Um, but go ahead. Yes, uh, my uh, corporate appointed lawyer tells me that I am contrite. Uh, <laughs> that uh, I am a garbage person. Hmm. Uh, is that also a lawyer thing or yes yes okay okay have you have you made it through white fragility yet Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no but i officially look forward to it and can't wait to uh provide the corporation with free labor in the future well i appreciate that through through uh, my image I, yeah, I appreciate that curated response, and uh, I guess we'll we'll dig into. Uh, we've we've all been reading uh, Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson, the, the first Twelve Rules book that he put out. Uh, we've got a combined twenty four rules, uh, if you include uh, Beyond Order. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean with everybody. Uh, show of hands, and John, you can just affirm this verbally. Uh, who actually made it through the whole book without uh, like hurting themselves? Oh, okay. Well then. All right. Who, who made it through down. the Who made it through the whole book? I guess. Oh, geez. Mm. We got one, Annie. I, I'm I'm guessing you didn't. I, just, I skimmed over the clinical faces. <laughs> 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 I just want the meat. I mean, to, to to be fair, I did read this book years ago when it came out um because of well similar shit posty reasons so so this this read was me just kind of you know refamiliarizing yourself basking in it again yeah um, uh, i i couldn't get a get over his uh erotic description of, <laughs> uh, lobster mating habits hell yes yeah that immediately demoralized me right from the beginning so so john maybe had a a more intimate experience with this than than the rest of us did because he listened to the audiobook version that's read by jordan peterson oh hell yeah so he got the full the full peterson so to speak uh, where the rest of us only only read his words he uh he had the the voice of jordan peterson banging around in his ears yeah, um, and it, it was painful. HR will pay for your therapy up to a hundred dollars. 
<laughs> but but the budget really isn't there. So if you could like maybe just take it on on your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or take yeah. it out on yourself. That, yeah, that's what, also what, whatever works. Um, yeah. it's, so I just realized. I just realized this is our this is your forty second episode. Yeah. And Jordan Peterson got to start with rules yep. on an internet Quora post in which he had 42 rules for life. So oh, we really coordinated this well. Yeah, we did. I, it was all planned. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm going to come clean and also uh, admit that this is a uh, this is happenstance. Uh, rather <laughs> rather than rather than something that I orchestrated. Yeah, but, but, but I appreciate the what thought. We're, what we're doing. Extremely important question for John now, because I've uh I've listened to a lot of this man's lectures and but I don't want to spend more time listening <laughs> to them than I need to. Uh so I've listened to a lot of them sped up quite a lot. Mm. Uh and uh so so John we finally have uh probably i mean did you listen to it at one time speed or did you speed it up oh i i listened to it at one times oh my oh, god wow. yeah. try try speeding it up and then get back to me because that is an experience <laughs> oh yeah that is yeah. wild yeah it's not that different but it's also totally different <laughs> so before we it's like faster before we jump in uh, I've got a video that I'd like us to watch. It's recent uh, from Jordan Peterson. Um, he's talking to Tucker Carlson, uh, who is uh, just a gem of a person. I've been waiting for this. I've I haven't allowed myself to watch this yet. Oh, okay, yeah, I, so I know. I sent you the link and and talked yeah. about it a little bit. So, some things I'm going to point out before we watch it is that uh, Jordan Peterson is clearly reading like off of cue cards uh, <laughs> that he's got in his lap. And then he loses the thread at one point and like has to like refocus on where he is. And then um, also uh, just what he says is, is, is bonkers nonsense. So and, and, and the whole time Tucker Carlson's got that like, you know, look, <laughs> you just, uh, <laughs> like uh, the completely, yeah, the completely, face? yeah, uh, dead, the constipated, dead. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm going to go ahead day. and share my screen real quick. Um, once I figure out where that button is, I mean, you know, he, he is part of the Swanson, like, uh, uh, fortune. Right. And so, oh, for there sure. Has yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Some kind of like a good food induced constipation joke in here somewhere, <laughs> uh, that I'm too tired and lazy and old to figure out. But it's just the Swanson face. It's the you, Swanson you face. alluded to the joke that could happen and that's close enough. I think. I'm I'm like jazz. It's the jokes I don't make. <laughs> it's, it's the jokes you miss. All right. Uh, so so here is uh, Jordan Peterson on Tucker Carlson today, which is like his daytime uh, show, podcast, whatever. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what it is. And uh, uh, Anna, because you're uh, Annie. Sorry, because you're you're uh, you haven't worked with us here before. It's work. That's what we're doing. It's work. Uh, uh, feel free to tell us to pause mm -hmm. uh, at any point that you may want to yeah, scream if, if or you, cry yeah. or <laughs> give salient points. <laughs> if, if you feel anything overtake you, you know, just uh, just go ahead yeah. and tell us to pause. Um, and this is this is fire. a uh, this is a highlight that Tucker uh, posted. So this is like the mm. best that Jordan Peterson has to offer in this talk. <laughs> All right. Well, if I just speak in tongues, I'll let you know. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to work on a tongue speaking joke. I was working. Thank you. Thank you. 
Jordan Peterson was a clinical psychologist practicing in this when he got into it. I don't know. I don't know. He's got like a split or something on right it. right to say what he believes is true. That catapulted him into the position he occupies now, which is, is one of the world's most important, one of its last, really, public intellectuals. He's written a brand new book, 12 what? New Rules. To Wait, life. what? He's had a Did, long... <laughs> do, do you need to pause already, John? <laughs> Wait. He said he said that Jordan Peterson is what's last public intellectual? The world, I think. Yeah, one of the world's, the world's last public intellectuals. Public intellectuals yeah. is Jordan just, Peterson. And to, and to be they fair, he is Jesus. a man of the world. He is a man of the world yeah. as he's traveled extensively to, to Europe. Like, yeah. like, is Tucker Carlson like some type of like fucking sociopath? Like yes. I feel yes. like nobody nobody yep. has been declared a uh habitual liar as many times as in court as Tucker, Tucker Carlson. That he's in the running for sure. Yeah. yeah I think, sure. I think he's probably beat up by somebody like Alex Jones. Oh yeah. Or our, our last president, maybe. Ooh, got him. <laughs> Orange man, Cheeto bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on. <laughs> got him. Genuinely fascinating conversation with him on a new episode of Tucker Carlson today. It's just out on Fox Nation. Here's part of it. Fox Nation. You made your decision 2016 not to say what the government of Canada was prepared to force you to say. You decided I can't do that. It violates my conscience. My soul's at stake. I'm not doing it. Looking back on that decision five years later, your life is completely different from what it was. Are you happy that you made that decision? Was it worth it? Well, I wouldn't say I'm happy that I made the decision. I, I, I wouldn't say that my life has been particularly happy over the last five years. It's been stressful beyond comprehension um, for a variety of reasons. Oh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to say the obvious thing here, that uh, 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 Jordan Peterson is an advocate of masculinity. Yeah. What's, and, what's, what's up with that? Oh, no. I'm you just, just, he doesn't uh, seem... He doesn't seem like a very masculine masculine figure as he like warbles under his own breath. (laughs) So I don't think I don't. So I I think that this is more purposeful than you might give it credit for. It's possible. Um, I think that what's happening here is that he is confessing uh, that he's been put out to pasture as he's literally in a pasture. uh, (laughs) And (laughs) where what what do we keep in pastures especially in america uh beef cows yeah we keep beef i simplified cows into just meat <laughs> it's very bourgeoisie of you actually it's very French. That's, that's where we keep um, the beef all i'm saying is that it seems like it's time for him to be processed uh we can probably move on yeah so let's, let's, let's go cover. ahead and, let's go ahead and move on and i would say um, being pilloried on a regular basis publicly is Jesus. definitely part of that. Um, but just put a cue card by the computer in life. And I decided when I was very young, I'm in my mid twenties, that I was going to say what I believed and see what happened. I talked to you. This guy's just staring at his talk about adventure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> The adventure. He's pointing. You can see his shoulder, like like the line from his shoulder to the flashcard as he points at this. Exactly. Like, has he has he completely like fried his fucking mind? Yes. 
That's what that's what happens when you get put yeah. into a medical coma uh, for for like <laughs> the better part of a year. Because yeah. that's how fucked up on benzos you are. Well, well we, we we ended up looking at one of his like he was it was right when he came back and hmm. apparently he had just regained the ability of speech. Yeah, he got um, like, which, a, like mean, a chemical peel to look like he wasn't dead. <laughs> right, <laughs> which just made was, him look like a doll. Right. But he was, he did have his notes up on the screen and you could tell, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. No, right? for sure. I mean, yeah, sure, it, sure, 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 sure. You know, uh, but, it, but he would kind of glance over and then he'd look at the camera, but I don't understand why it's note cards in his lap. I don't understand why he's just staring into his lap. I, I don't know. What? It's, it's a, uh, it's, it's very amateurish, uh, uh, broadcasting stuff, right? I, I'm, j- I'm just confused by it because you know that he knows there is a better way. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just put it next to the screen. That way you can like sort of be looking at the camera. Yeah. 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 Well, just remember rule 37 is look people in the eye when you speak to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, think I'm happy about what has happened, and I certainly have dragged my family through their fair share of, well, both hell and and also incomprehensible opportunity. It's incomprehensible. expanded our lives in both yeah. directions to yeah. a tremendous degree, but it's certainly been an oh, adventure. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Wasn't he a middling <laughs> fucking just like undergraduate psych professor? No, he was a pretty. He was. Yeah, he was. He was actually successful. Yeah, oh, was like he, I thought he worked at well, Harvard. Yeah, he's been cited fifteen thousand times. Yeah, he was oh, a really? professor at Harvard before University of Toronto. Yeah, and both oh, of which okay. are phenomenal universities. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, one of them is better than the other, as in Harvard is big. Go fuck yourself. But, um, but sorry, Andy, did you go to Harvard? I hope. Um, no, I didn't. Look at these people going to school. We don't, we don't trust Harvard people. Um, but it's it good uh, though. He's well, pompous like you went to Harvard. Does right. that make sense? Exactly. Um, well, I, I guess I mean, like, did, did he fall out of vogue uh, because of the uh, transgender, like, street? Yeah, street yeah he, lost his, he lost his tenure uh, over that. It's how we well, fell out well, of and into. I, I mean, but or was it or was his career cooling off already? Because no, no, no. He was like, 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 um, was it was, was it a conscious decision to like, like, uh, maintain relevancy, like it, like, uh, with his like kind of like weird like sexist archetype shit. <laughs> I don't know that it was like a real desperation move. Or, or, um, or I did think not that do was... that in his professional work. I think it was a real catapulting thing for sure because he, he, he definitely from like the, I mean, he started releasing his lectures around the time that, that, that occurred. And so it's hard to say what his lectures were like before that, but his lectures have, they're more sane than his usual screeds, but not often by much. Um, he just goes on more about Nietzsche and rats instead of lobsters. I was just about to bring up the rats um, thing because somebody on Instagram, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody um, posted a Tim talking about rats and he keeps going like, and, and, you know, a normal rat is like, like this, a normal rat is like this. <laughs> but you you got to teach things the way you got to teach things. Uh, but, um, yeah, shit. I just, I, I lost my point. Uh, oh no! Him saying that this this has led to like unparalleled or incomprehensible, or, 
incomprehensible opportunity. Uh, a word that he uses entirely too much. Yeah, but but the the word opportunity, and I've been poisoned by you know retail and and, and you know general like corporate jobs. Um, by every time I hear the word opportunity, I think of opportunity as like the most PR HR friendly way of saying we fucked something up and this is an opportunity to fix it. <laughs> That's probably it's true. Like, yeah. Uh, that or in like finance where it's like opportunity costs. And it's just uh, it's such an awful word at this point. That sucks. Yeah. It's like, a, it is the land. It's, of it's, it's a very managerial word, right? Yeah. Yeah. Opportunities right. are canceled. We hate opportunities. <laughs> yeah. No more opportunities. No more. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's see. A Annie, Annie has immediately fun. caught on to the point of this podcast. <laughs> Eliminate all opportunities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Job opportunities for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, I noticed that. Anybody who stumbles <laughs> upon this is never going to hire me. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I think I'd get fired if my boss stumbled on this. I think that's going to be on my 12 rules for life. If you see an opportunity, run the other direction. <laughs> yeah. pet, pet every cat you see, run away from opportunities. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, let's, let's get through the rest of this clip. It's gold, and, I, and I'm glad that we're digging into this, but uh, yeah, we got to get through this. And I don't believe that it... I don't believe that it was a mistake. Whatever happens as a consequence of telling the truth is the best thing that can happen. It doesn't really matter how it looks to you at the moment, or maybe even across the years. Because you have to, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an article of faith in some sense. Do you believe that reality is better constituted as a consequence of truth or falsity? If you believe that reality is best constituted as a consequence of truth, then you have a responsibility to speak the truth. And you can't assess the consequences and say, well, that was a mistake because part of the decision that reality is best constituted as a consequence of the truth is the decision that no matter what happens is the best if it's a consequence of telling the truth. And so that's what I conclude. It's like, this is what happened because I said what I had to say as clearly as I could say it. And that's as good as it could be. Now, whether or not I'll that's pause good, it. well, it's good. <laughs> Did you find some thing. kind of issue with this circular reasoning that keeps stumbling all over itself? <laughs> the only thing that I've learned in uh, uh, relationships oh my God. Uh, and with working with people and with interacting with human beings is right. that if someone asks me a question like, uh, does this make my ass look fat? Um, or do you think that I'm a failure? You've got to say the uh, truth no matter like how much it might you hurt your to. wife's feelings. And it's, it's always going to lead to the right thing. You know, like when my, when my buddy asks me, Hey, would the world be better off if I never existed? You just got to say, yeah, probably. <laughs> Jesus. You know, <laughs> I mean, Mike, you and I have been there before. And yeah, you know, one yeah, of us no, has had a couple sure. too many drinks. And yeah. we look each other in the eyes and we, we right say. Before we uh, right before we kiss. Right before we kiss. Which is the most honest thing that we do together, yeah. really. Uh, but but we look each other in the eyes and you say, would it be better if I just didn't exist? And I say, you know, Mike, I'm not an antinatalist. I think some <laughs> people should be born. Just not you. But not you. <laughs> Thanks, man. And that's what's galvanized our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, that that again, adherence to, to honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
compared to all possible alternatives, all possible realistic alternatives. That's an article of faith as far as I'm concerned. You know, our culture is predicated on the idea that truth in speech is of divine significance. It's the fundamental presupposition of our culture. Well, it, if you believe that, then you act. See, right there is where he gets his, he gets his fucking cue cards all mixed up. <laughs> and he has to, he has to keep looking down. <laughs> it out. And you take the consequences. You're going to take the consequences one way or another, you know. So. What is he reaching for? <laughs> Tucker Carlson's face here. <laughs> Just. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, is is like when I was watching Jordan Peterson talk about this, I had the same expression on my face. Like, what oh, yeah. the fuck are you Exhausted talking about? Slack jawed. Yeah, yeah. It's like this motherfucker's I... reading the same line over again. Yeah, <laughs> and and so it's it's funny because Tucker Carlson is is generally supposed to act like he he cares about whatever somebody is saying, right? Like he's he's got the. I don't know. I mean, his face yeah, never changes, though. Well, but... no, no. He, he makes kissy face when he's actually listening. Mm. And he is, he is not making kissy face right now. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, like it, it is just passing right through those blank eyes. <laughs> and you were going to say something. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like um, you get a monthly subscription to a thesaurus that he's trying to get <laughs> use of. Like, just the word of the day. <laughs> I'm an intellectual. Yeah. Intellectuals <laughs> use big words. Before, I had to try to find the video, but for a while there, when he was speaking in circles, trying to find the cue cards, I was thinking of this vine. Um, Have you ever had a dream Yes. <laughs> you, you had you 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 could you do you you want you you can so you 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 want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. That gets this, you know that that kid gets it. Yeah. You know because because he. Uh... I believe I believe the story behind that is that the kid was. Uh... He just had like a dentist visit and he was like, he just had 12 tabs of LSD. <laughs> he was like extremely, he was extremely doped up on pain meds for whatever procedure he had to have done. <laughs> so like, I, I forget, I forget what author it was, but there were, there was some author that he was fucked up on opium. So, I mean, probably like De Quincey or something, but he, he came out of one of his opium hazes and he had, he, he had written, frequently about how when you're under the influence of opium you have these incredible epiphanies and so he was like i need to write one of these down and so he was coming out of his trance and he wrote it down he's like this is the answer <laughs> this is just the truth and it's the, the it is the most important thing i could write right now and it was something to the tune of the taste of burnt almonds. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just a stroke, I think. <laughs> that's number two on my rules for life after runaway from opium. opium? <laughs> no, the scent of almonds. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that. Very just close. That very close. <laughs> Interpretation. <laughs> you see, I'm, I'm scared right now because I'm not able to make a joke unless it's extremely heinous or has a lot of buildup to it uh because i'm an idiot yeah um but annie seems to be able to uh 
take the essences of these jokes and make them in a one-liner, yeah. which makes me feel like I'm probably going to get replaced as the white person on the podcast. I, I, so I vote yes already. If you want to do that. Yeah, yeah shit, yeah. fuck. Yeah, thanks uh, for introducing two, the most. Two votes? I said, we'll, ah! we'll have a meeting about it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Your, uh, your severance package. Your severance package is going to be your dignity, so... Yeah. very Sorry, enticing option you're not that's a that's a real throwdown that's uh that could be nasty all right let's <laughs> we, we got 30 seconds left oh, that's like four more cuts that's the question if you want to hide behind falsehoods you can watch a full interview what's wrong with your lip hey sean hannity here hey click here to subscribe to yeah, fox I mean, news youtube there has to be i mean that's a punching thing that's a punching lip yeah, his, his girlfriend hit him. Oh no! Does he have a girlfriend? I don't even know. His sixteen-year-old girlfriend. Oh, jeez! Allegedly. 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 Um, I'm still losing my shit over that interview. By the way, like I'm just, I watch it every day. Yeah, the, the, so the Matt Gates interview where he uh, incriminates oh. himself and uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that's that why was, uh, Tucker Carlson's oh. losing it. Maybe the uh, investigators are closing in. There Could you be. go. There yeah. you go. Um. So as the you know Wikipedia enthusiast here, yes, I, please. I did check out a little bit about Tucker Carlson. We were talking about girlfriends. He's been married since 1991, but right after that line, I saw just a fantastic part of the article, which says after college. Carlson tried to join the CIA, but his application was denied, after which he decided to pursue a career in journalism with the encouragement of his father, who advised him that they'll take anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Also, also shocked over here that this man is 51. He looks great. He does. 51? Yeah, 51. What well, a sexy well, he's never had to put pumpkin. he's yeah. never had to put effort in anything, right? So he doesn't he's have any got, stress. Like, lines. Boy band baby face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then he just has to work on the kissy face. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the uh, CIA only turn away uh, young people that are uh, uh, thousands of dollars in debt. Uh, sex fiends are emotionally unstable. Like, which, is like, like, which CIA, one do you think like, he was? Uh, yeah, like the CIA, the CIA doesn't have like. Uh, I don't think they have like as much standards as like the FBI does. Well, they're they're accepting well, they, cisgender they, millennials that have been diagnosed right, with generalized anxiety, anxiety disorder, yeah. right? <laughs> I oh, that's really? the okay. If if sorry, but but the, that whole. CIA advertisement wokeness thing. The thing that really drives me crazy about it is that they, if they just wanted to throw all the woke shit into a bucket, that's whatever, like they're going to do it eventually. But the fact that she identifies herself as cis in it is so weird to me. Well, yeah, it's like they couldn't couldn't find somebody who was LGBTQ, right? Well, I mean, cis doesn't necessarily mean LGBTQ, right, or, or non-LGBTQ, right? But but it's it's a, it's a gender thing rather than or, orientation. But but it's it's just weird to me because it's like it, it's if I hopped on there and I said I have generalized anxiety, I am addicted to pills, and I'm white. 
Like, like, just putting up the yeah. one non-subaltern thing about yourself is yeah. so bizarre to me. And I guess, like, it's supposed to be, like, a gesture to, like, and um, I admit the trans people Yeah, just, understanding but, sort of thing. Yeah. No. I guess, but it, that's so weird to me. That It's such a, oh, it's so, it's, yeah. The whole All thing, right. It's very Without creepy. getting too far into that. Uh, some oh, of us read most wanna, of Jordan Peterson's. <laughs> we have to we have to sort of keep this on track. Uh, Uncle Dorian's at it again. Oh well, yeah, you're the only one that's drunk here. Um, so so uh, some of us read most of Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life. Uh, some exactly. of us read all of it. Um, does does anybody have any particular notes that they'd like to express about uh, Jordan Peterson's? Uh, uh, second work uh, because maps of meaning was his first work i i do want to note one genuinely almost good thing and i i talked to you about this a little bit during during the the workshop but he he starts to touch on something that a lot of different philosophers have touched on uh moynihan being like chief among them i think but this idea that different objects and entities in nature evolve at different rates with different latencies for specific reasons, because certain types of formations are ultimately a little bit more well adapted than others, and they adapt more quickly, and thereby they stabilize. And it's like, oh, that is interesting. And like Bataille talks about that kind of thing too, which is curious, but but he he touches on that and he expands on it in, in, in a way that is really interesting for like a quarter of a page and then it just fucking goes nuts uh, and it goes back into his lobster shit but i just wanted to point out that like and, and that actually that happens a lot but that's the one that intrigued me because it's like related to my whole like process uh, metaphysics kind of stuff so like of course um but so he like entered into my wheelhouse for a second and he's just like oh here's a cool thought and then let me destroy it. Yeah. Um, I was say, he entered into he your wheelhouse and then stuck his wrench into every moving gear that was available. Right. <laughs> right. And and so I think that that's important to note. Not not that this is something that that hasn't been touched on by ourselves or others, but but that he, if if I was an incel, which I'm a vol cell. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, and and Annie, but in case you don't know what those words mean, incel she is. Knows uh, what she's the Wikipedia person. Okay, well, just in case. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think very mainstream. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Volcel <laughs> is, of course, voluntarily celibate. Um, I'm sure she's gotten messages from incels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think so. So recently, I posted. Um, I like referenced my boyfriend, and he got. So many nasty messages that I never get. And I was like, this is crazy. I feel like I feel like man to man on the internet is like a like what? World. Just people were saying people were commenting on posts that he'd made like a year ago. I'm gonna beat your ass, you can't fuck anyone right. He posted something about work and he had this guy oh, on this oh. anti-capitalist rant because he works for a corporation. <laughs> and just like funny, we all work for corporations. <laughs> Yeah. You pay taxes in America. You work for a corporation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um but anyway, good. I think that like the online of the internet definitely, you know, rears its ugly head on depths of Wikipedia here and there, but really not that much. 
That's funny. Well, that's um, better than worse, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, right, right. Um, I have people yelling at me all the time, but only because I'm a an idiot and uh, b because I uh, like it. I want I want them to call me a poo poo doo doo head uh, because it it pleases me in a way that I won't talk about because it's going up on YouTube. Um, but <laughs> thanks. I, I recently yeah. learned, by the way. Um, real quick aside, I I hadn't set my my channel on YouTube uh, to to be non children, and so people weren't able to. Uh, one You're of my like friends, yeah. One of my friends told me like, "Hey, I can't, I uh, can't like sign up for uh, for alerts on your YouTube channel because it says that your channel's for kids." And I was like, <laughs> "Ooh, <laughs> that's a mistake." <laughs> so the uh, but, the moral but, of the story is uh, when you're drunk, don't set up a YouTube account. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, rule number thing- three. Yeah, rule number three of Annie's twelve <laughs> rules. All right, cool. <laughs> but but if if I was an incel. And that was like the thing I was super preoccupied with yeah. that, like I spent every day instead of wondering about like, oh, how are the ways that Hegel was wrong? Uh, if if instead it was, why won't women fuck me and why am I sad all the time? Um, then his entries into talking about anything would make so much sense. For sure. Like, like he he always makes some sense at the beginning and then it goes off the fucking deep end like most of most of the rules which is funny because this book is so much more bonkers than than 12 more rules but most of the rules as you look at them there are exceptions but but are like oh i mean okay sure that seems fine but but then you just yeah i don't know no i've, I've got a good example of this um and I, and I think I mentioned early on, I was only able to get like most of the way through the book before my brain fell out and I wanted to hurt, hurt myself. Um, but there's there's a good example of this in, in the rule that is uh, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Um, and the example is I'm trying to find it. Uh... Okay. So uh, I'm going to pop this up on the screen. You guys can't really see it, but, uh, but uh, for, for the viewer, they'll be able to see it. Um, so this, uh, this paragraph starts out, When my now adult daughter was a child, another child once hit her on the head with a metal toy truck. I watched that same child one year later viciously push his younger sister backwards over a fragile glass surface coffee table. His mother picked him up immediately afterward, but not her frightened daughter, and told him in hushed tones not to do such things, while she patted him comfortingly in a manner clearly indicative of approval. Like, that's a legitimate uh, criticism to have of that parenting style, right? But it goes on. She was out to produce a little god emperor of the universe. That's the unstated goal of many a mother, including many who consider themselves advocates for full gender equality. Such women will object vociferously to any command uttered by an adult male, but will trot off in seconds to make their progeny a peanut butter sandwich if if he demands it while immersed self-importantly in a video game. The future mates of such boys have every reason to hate their mothers-in-law. Respect for women? That's for other boys, other men, not for their dear sons right the the fucking like (laughs) (laughs) like like if 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 we're talking about this and like you've got point a and point b where he ends up 
point B is so far removed from point A that it like transcends the bounds of of any kind of reason at that point. Yeah, because he's taking like I mean, a, it's a, a simple anecdote, like. Oh, I saw a, a son push a girl over and the mother didn't like respond appropriately. Sure. Fine. Anecdotal, useless kind of in, in like the broader scheme of things. And then he turns it into like an anti-feminist like screed against like whether or not women are actually like genuine in, in wanting equality in gender. Right. Well, it's, it's the exact same thing as, as the, the Molyneux talk that, that we ended up looking at like on episode six or something. Looking uh, six at six through nine. Yeah. yeah looking, right. looking at us. And um, we did a three episode <laughs> of like three hour episodes. Yeah. Each. Um, but uh, where, where he thinks that the, the world is bad because they're a bunch of bad men and that bad men exist as a genetic result of women fucking assholes, uh, which is such a confused series of things. But of course, like just blaming women for the fact that men are uh, oftentimes terrible. Like it's, it's such a weird fucking take. And it's the, it's the same thing. Like ultimately one of them is using kids and one of them is saying that like your your boss's uh, uh grandpa was a dick like uh <laughs> because of your grandma um, and then yeah, the constant references to women being chaos and men being ordered yes that big like then he flushes it out and it's adam and eve this like po- poetic first book of the bible and it's again i just yeah. like standing on something that isn't um, that's not what the book of the Bible is saying. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just like how he always uses the animal kingdom, crabs, lobsters, to make just like sweeping points about human nature on gender and right. quality. Another one where it's like, where it's like Jordan, Jordan, and all of on your <laughs> Please stop. Right. Um, before we go into the lobster thing, real quick. There's so oh, many God. gay seagulls out there. <laughs> um, in, in the in the ant kingdom, uh, one billion men serve one glorious woman. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 paragraph immediately following the one that I just read. Uh, I'm going to bring this up because we we've got. We've got depths of Wikipedia on here, and this is a reference oh, yeah. to Wikipedia, which I'm sure she'll she'll appreciate. Um, so, popping this up on the screen real quick. Uh, so, the next paragraph after what I just read is uh, something of the sort may underlie, in part, the preference for male children seen most particularly in places such as India, Pakistan, and China, where sex-selective abortion is widely practiced. The Wikipedia entry for that practice attributes its existence to cultural norms favoring male over female children. In parentheses, he writes, I cite Wikipedia because it is collectively written and edited and therefore the perfect place to find accepted wisdom. (laughs) You know, okay, so so to that point, I actually like I'm I would so much rather have him say that than to say that Wikipedia is unreliable because i think it should be said like like because it can be edited by anyone it's more unbiased than than other places um but still a ridiculous thing to say yes and also <laughs> to, uh, just trust the anonymous people that are writing wikipedia 
but exactly. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad bash Wikipedia. That's all I have. No, to no, say. no, no. I'm, I'm not trying to bash Wikipedia. Well, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm criticizing is the fact that this is a. Uh, a, a, a person who has a PhD, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his yeah. takeaway from from Wikipedia is that it's collectively edited and written, and therefore the accepted form the, of wisdom, right? <laughs> the crazy thing to me, because I've used Wikipedia for many a paper, but but what you do, uh, yeah, you, you go to the the extra academic. sources, right? Yeah, because when something is sourced on Wikipedia, it's sourced, and you click down. And you find the source, and, and that's what you, you cite. cite that, yeah, <laughs> right. But I do feel like this is—I um, mean, this is before his brain got like really broken. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is before the the Russian <laughs> benzo rehab dungeon incident. And, and I do feel like um, because I'm giving him too much credit, but but I feel like this is him gesturing to Jungianism. Because one of the like core tenets of Jung's thought, which he's a huge fan of, is that there is a collective unconscious mm. that we all share. Um, and that's why he's able to say all this shit about like, you must find your shadow self and fight him in the gutters and <laughs> pull the gold out of the dragon's mouth. Uh, because he's, he's then able to say, and it really ultimately... We all fight the same dragon as culture denotes inside of our beings uh, because Wikipedia exists. I really <laughs> think that this collective consciousness thing is something he's like trying to like sneak in there uh, at that point. It's like this is this is the way that we determine cultural norms here is Wikipedia and they're fine. But like I said, too much credit probably. <laughs> All right, so uh, Annie brought up the the lobster stuff, and I'm wondering if you have any thoughts that you'd like to share with us uh, before I do a reading of some of the lobster stuff. Lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I brought. I think I brought up the lobster. Oh, did stuff, you bring up? Dude, you're all the same to me. Hard not to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm no, no, no. For the no, because yeah. uh, because you you were talking about how he references the animal kingdom and and like crabs and lobsters and stuff. Oh yeah, like well, if you look at a phylogeny tree, look at how far back lobsters are. Are we really are we really gonna make big claims about human beings' personality and sexuality based on lobster? Right. And <laughs> and so that was evolutionarily conserved. Like we have about monkey brains. This is mil like bil probably a billion years before that. Millions. Yes. I don't yes. Know. Um, well, and on, on this, go ahead. Right. Go ahead, John. I, I was so grossed out when he was like describing the fucking lobster thing. Cause like I'm hearing him in his tone of voice, you know, like his like his his feelings of the the scene that he's describing are in the fucking uh description of the weird alpha rapist lobster and the sexiness of lobster pee and the female <laughs> shedding her carapace. Ooh. Like, yeah. <laughs> so shed she shed your carapace, baby. <laughs> so she, she can get plugged by the most aggressive asshole-ish lobster. And plugged I, is the perfect term to use there, too, for this somehow. Yeah. I don't know why, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but no, go on. 
Oh, like for me, like a like like a like a, some of us, uh, I read the uh, or listened to the second book uh, uh, first, and I felt like he was trying to domesticate incels in a way. Uh, yeah, he, that, that's a long term reading... project of his. <laughs> but then, like like this book, which I only made it about maybe about two thirds of the way through, uh, I was like, oh, he's trying to domesticate the incels that he created, or he, <laughs> he believes he created, uh, right? Uh, with uh, the first book, yeah, yeah, yeah. But through, to, through to, his weird like lobster rate, like erotica, fucking to to the lobster point too. He ultimately where he ties it to people apart from some weird like gestures in between is that lobsters use serotonin yes uh and we yeah. use serotonin but <laughs> we've got the same chemicals therefore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right but but the the thing that's insane to me especially with and it connects connects to the serotonin thing where he explains such bizarre shit as they spray chemicals out of their eyes <laughs> to fucking make one another sniff uh, to show dominance. But but then he he the weirdest example that he uses is that he says, and when the beta lobster uh, is sent away uh, and does not become a sigma lobster, uh, <laughs> his brain dissolves. Yeah. Just like you must feel sometimes when your mommy tells you to clean the bathroom. <laughs> and, and 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 the brain literally it dissolves. The brain goes away and it forms a new brain. And he's just like. This is all about neurochemistry, his point, and how neurochemical changes are similar that build these hierarchies. But I, okay, I'm not a biologist or an anthropologist, but I don't think that people's brains melt and metamorphose into new brains when they uh, have a new experience. Do they? I no, I don't. I think I the jury's think that, still out on that one. I don't yeah, know. Man. Yeah, we're still we're still figuring that out. <laughs> I, I got dumb ones. my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, if your brain melts and grows back like mold. <laughs> so um, on on the subject of biology, though, I I, uh, I stumbled across a um, biologist's critique of Jordan Peterson's lobster analogy. <laughs> oh, nice. That must have been tough. Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting because uh, the the like most recent uh, like common ancestors. So we talk about like common ancestry with like apes and stuff like that. You know, the most uh, the most uh, recent common ancestor we have with lobsters was literally an organism that was just a stomach. <laughs> so all I this mean, like psychoanalytics cool. all this psychoanalytic yeah. stuff he's doing with uh, with lobsters and humans is like the the closest thing we have to like common ancestry is just uh we both eat food and, um, and furthermore like if he if he wanted to turn this into a good point uh well he, he doesn't really turn that <laughs> But if yeah. he wanted to do some kind of bizarre trans-species description of hierarchy and shit, he should go with convergent evolution, not linear evolution, because he should be talking about the ways that different species evolve that aren't directly from one another and how they evolve similar traits to one another in some way. 
it would still be bullshit. Yeah, but, but it, it would, would be better. Be, it would be better. <laughs> well, yeah. and it'd be a better analogy instead of psychotic lobster sex. Give me, give me uh, an assistant professor job at Harvard. I'm ready for it. All right. So, <laughs> John just brought up uh, lobster sex. Oh, go ahead, Amy. Please, please. Oh, I just think the whole thing sucks because the point is to make is it's just like, oh, when you know, like when you go through trouble, just stay strong. Like that's that's age. That would be wisdom. fine. That would be yeah. fine. That's a great point, but then yeah. he has to back it up with lobster shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's that's, that's actually yeah. like the, the yeah. entire critique I have of this book is that if you just had the 12 rules, you could probably lose one or two of them cut them down to like maybe a paragraph each and don't go on these weird fascistic tangents <laughs> and yeah, you, you, you have a fine book pseudo <laughs> intellectual bullshit and also he writes like in a, just such a baroque style i'm a professor and to that baroque point because his logics are also like equally baroque um but if if you think of any like respected philosopher over time, you can generally uh, state their philosophy in like two or three statements. You can generally do that, and you're missing a lot of stuff. Uh, but uh, like with with his his real idols, you know Nietzsche. Nietzsche says we need to transvalue our moral codes uh and we need to avoid resentment and it's like okay there you go that's nietzsche young we need to uh we need to make sense of our shadow selves uh and we need to follow these uh narratives that uh that are uh common throughout different uh essentially social convergent evolutions uh freud we don't know our subconsciouses, and we should try to. Uh, also, you want to fuck your mom. Uh, <laughs> and Coke. So three for him. Yes. Uh, but, but with Peterson, like, you can kind of do that, but, but, but two things occur, which is, number one, they are extremely Baroque and confused and circuitous, and or they are all based on the thing he hates so much, which is it's it's identity politics really at the end and anything that doesn't enter into an impulse kind of like well you should fucking you should feel great about yourself because you're a strong man and people are stepping on you but you'll find your place by being a strong man it's okay to be white uh kind of thing <laughs> uh or or it's it it's just I don't know. I, I'm like my brain is melting now when I'm trying to like process <laughs> yeah. how to describe uh, this this man's philosophy because it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. And anything that does make sense is either something that's so obvious, like the first rule: stand up with your back straight. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. just good um, uh, chiropractic or, advice, <laughs> right? Or or it's like it's back back in like the 1600s uh, or the 1500s with this whole like great chain of being learn your place yes, bullshit. Right, yeah, yeah. And, anyway, 
Yeah, it's so I'm going to read an excerpt about uh, Jordan Peterson and female lobsters. How do we feel about that? Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, actually, if you, if you cut someone open, you can you can pull out the delicious green eggs that live inside of them. Just just and, yeah, uh, lobsters and humans are the same. The, the, the row. Yeah. Human row. Primo stuff. Um, yeah, and all right. women are making you feel like a beta lobster. <laughs> so you gotta melt your brain. Yep. Yeah. Melt your brain. Honestly, I agree with that. You should you should take a 10 strip uh after a breakup <laughs> to report yourself. Every, every uh, once in a while you should take a 10 strip and melt your brain. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. Uh so this is uh this is a, a little subsection of uh I think it's a second rule. Um no, it's still his first rule, I think. Uh, but it, but it's the subsection. The subsection is called "All the Girls," uh, and it starts: <laughs> the female lobsters who also fight hard for territory during the explicitly maternal stages of their existence identify the top guy quickly and become irresistibly attracted to him. This is brilliant strategy, in my estimation. It's also one used by females of many different species, including humans. Instead of undertaking the computationally difficult task of identifying the best man, the females outsource the problem to the machine-like calculations of the dominance hierarchy. They let the males fight it out and peel their paramours from the top. This is very much what happens with stock market pricing. What? <laughs> Where the value of any particular enterprise is determined through the competition of all. When the females are ready to shed their shells and soften up a bit, they become interested in mating. They start hanging around the dominant lobster's pad, spraying attractive scents and aphrodisiacs toward him, trying to seduce him. His aggression has made him successful, so he's likely to react in a dominant, irritable manner. Furthermore, he's large healthy and powerful it's no easy task to switch his attention from fighting to mating if properly charmed however he will change his behavior towards the female this is the lobster equivalent of 50 shades of gray the fastest selling Ugh. paper book of all time and the eternal Ugh, beauty that's... and the beast plot of archetypical romance okay right. Okay. No, 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 I'm not done. Fifty Shades already has shh, 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 shh. This is that's this not is, how BDSM I'm, works. I'm not done, Dorian. This this is the pattern of behavior that continually represented in the sexually explicit literary fantasies that are popular or as popular among women as produ provocative images of naked women are among men. I'm done. Damn. You can talk now. It, it to say <laughs> we need to be able to pause you. Come on. <laughs> you, you, you didn't say pause. You just started talking. All right. Oh, sorry. There's a process. <laughs> it, it, is it safe to say that Jordan Peterson finds lobsters sexy? Oh, there, there's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> when they're at the top fitness. of the social hierarchy, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when the lobsters are. Uh, are up on top. I can, I'm simply a woman. I can't evaluate who I would like to mate with. I I just outsource it to the social hierarchy. You, you did mention earlier that you have a boyfriend, and I'm wondering how many other men did he fight before you uh, you found him attractive? Hundreds. Oh, jeez. Yeah, lobster is that boy? Um, now, would you call him a sigma or an alpha? Okay, super funny that you're saying that because my my friend and I after the, so we. 
okay, battle backstory. My boyfriend and I met on Instagram, big fan of that's Wikipedia. Um, we went to the museum, second date, we were like, you know what, like, fuck it, let's just go all out. So we went on a weekend trip, um, really dove in. And before the weekend trip, my friend was like, is he an alpha or a beta? And I was like, I, it's too early to tell. And we decided he's a sigma, which is kind oh, of wow. a meme these days. But <laughs> I think if you had to decide he's an alpha, Anyway, sorry, I'm just blabbing my, my relationship now, but <laughs> I forgot what we were talking it's about. It's okay. I, I brought the question. <laughs> you, 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 you teach a man statistics and he'll feed himself for the rest of his life. You show a man a Pareto distribution and he obsesses about it and writes books about lobsters. <laughs> he's, he's insane about Pareto distribution. Yeah, no, he's like, a fan of it too. Mentioning them, it doesn't, it's, it's insane. And it's like, it's, it's one of the many problems with statistics where for, for anyone that doesn't know, Pareto distribution essentially says that the you'll essentially have an accumulation of, of data or resources that finds itself at a certain concentration. And generally this doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles, doubles all, all the way up. It's like that, that one grain of rice, two grains of rice, four grains of rice kind of thing. Uh, but with labor for him or with mates or for anything he wants to apply it to. And it would, it, it statistics are dangerous because they are useful uh, if you know what led to this thing occurring. Um, very useful in those cases if you're like even curious about, oh, wow, this is an interesting thing. How did it happen? But just straight up dangerous and stupid if you just look at it and say, here's a statistic, there's the answer. It's like, yeah, okay, we all understand that the top like 0.1% has, you know, the vast majority of the wealth. But you can't stop there and just say, and that happens because... Because it's the right it thing happens. to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it just applies to everything. And yeah, that is more or less like a rule of systems. But uh, the crazy thing about human beings uh, is that human beings uh, tend to have a capacity to like modify their environments a little bit. Crazy thought, I know. Yeah. Uh, one that Peterson, I'm sure, doesn't agree with is with his with his room cleaning shit. Yeah, well, as I as I uh, talk to you from the ruins of what used to be a house, um, I I don't I don't agree with it. your assessment that uh, human beings change their environments. <laughs> Which yeah, that's that's my whole thing. Yeah. Um. Um. One more one more lobster quote I think is uh, is important. Hey! <laughs> So we're gonna pop this up on the screen real quick. Um, oh, all right, just, just do, do me a favor, screen? and instead of saying lobster, just just say tarantulas. Okay, freshen it up. Yeah, right. I'll yeah. I'll try to do that. If I don't do it, it's because I forgot that you told me to do that. I'm not seeing the screen. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm just popping it yeah. up on the screen for the uh, the viewer. Um, oh okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, I yeah. should have specified that. No. Um, the recording, the, viewer, the recording bit. versus what yeah. we actually see is is much different. Um, it's a little, it's a little TV TV right trickery. Now. Yeah, less to them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I add a uh, weight filter to to all of the. Uh... You make me fifty pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah, I make I make you like a a hundred thousand pounds heavier. Um, <laughs> I'm just a, into the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so. 
Jordan Peterson's words. Maybe you are a loser and maybe you're not. Yes. But if you are, you don't have to continue in that mode. Maybe you just have a bad habit. Maybe you've, you're even just a collection of bad habits. Nonetheless, yeah. even if you came by your poor posture, honestly, even if you were unpopular or bullied at home or in grade school, it's not necessarily appropriate now. Circumstances change. If you slump around with the same bearing that characterizes a defeated tarantula, people will will assign you a lower status. And the old counter that you share with crustaceans, oh, sorry, tarant, arachnids, land crustaceans, (laughs) arachnids, (laughs) sitting at the very, sitting at the very base of your brain will assign you a low dominance number then your brain will not produce as much serotonin. This makes you less happy and more anxious and sad and more likely to back down when you should stand up for yourself. It will also decrease the probability that you will get to live in a good neighborhood, have access to the highest quality resources, and obtain a healthy, desirable mate. It will render you more likely to abuse cocaine and alcohol (laughs) as you live for the present in a world full of uncertain futures. It will increase your susceptibility to heart disease, cancer, and dementia. All in all, it's just not good. <laughs> the only problem. It the is only not problem. Good. Yes. Oh, is, if you think about that, it, that sucks. <laughs> my my I, only problem with this. No, sorry, Annie. Go on. Oh, the last line is my favorite line of the whole book so far. It's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, if you really think about it, bad. <laughs> my, my 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 only real problem with that whole thing is that he. He says, if you came upon your poor posture, honestly, I, I know, right? <laughs> what does that mean? I, I have, I have actually very good posture and it was extremely dishonest. <laughs> my posture. You're lying to, you're lying to everybody with yeah. that straight back you've got. Uh, I mean, honestly, a little bit, cause I do not feel that way on the inside. This is in therapy. So we don't have to get into that. Um, well, and like, like, Go ahead, John. <laughs> like I, I really wish that like uh like who are these people that got their their fucking uh poor posture dishonestly like uh like uh he's only making excuses like it seems like for incels yeah. in the book like it's like oh yeah you know like tons of people they, their bad posture is dishonest fucking uh posture chaotic posture <laughs> fucking like <laughs> Your your posture was imposed. Feminine on chaos yeah. dragons. Yeah. If you got your bad posture through redlining, uh, he still <laughs> says you're an asshole. Actually, because you're not who he's talking to. But uh, pretty cool. Uh, there, there's another. Well, there's another line about. Don't uh, do it. I'm doing it, man. We're All we're right. reading the works of Jordan B. Peterson. Do you understand like the importance here? JPP, he, he's one of the most important intellectuals left in the world. <laughs> one of the it's, only ones. It's yeah. something I heard earlier today. <laughs> Fuck you, Cornell West. Now, I demand <laughs> that he make a list now. <laughs> of intellectuals. Yeah, of, in, of the intellectuals that are that are left. It's it's the IDW. Yeah, that's true. That's that that's it's a, just absolutely true. Sam Harris and uh, and JBP with lobster claws snapping at <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> By the way, Mike, I we I mentioned this before, uh, and I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but but the first conversation that 
Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson had together. I haven't and listened to that. Get, it's hysterical because they get into this stupid impasse about like the ontology of truth. Oh. Uh, and it's just like Jordan Peterson, like just repeatedly saying, well, I think that uh, we can't really define truth. The truth is a big T and a little T and that the truth is something that varies for each individual, which is also exactly the opposite of the point that he always ends up on, which yeah. is that the truth exists as like a stable modernist concept. Whereas Sam Harris is just doing his lame Sam Harris thing saying like, now I, what I you see like is when, when you talk about the truth, you have to be very careful truth. about. <laughs> you, yeah. You have to be very careful. Uh, you have to meditate on truth and truth uh, is something that exists as uh, part of the the world. And, and it's just this fucking, it's a shit show and it's so funny. And Sam is so out. fucking frustrated with him. It's so funny. It's so, <laughs> so anyways, funny. It's right when Jordan Peterson was like first starting to lift off and mm. Sam Harris had no idea who he was. Oh like yeah. yeah that makes like sense. Told yeah. him, you need to come on to this body. Yeah. So, it's very funny. So I've got I've got more about lobsters and posture. All you right? said one more. You said one more like three times. Yeah. Well, I'm a liar. I don't know what the yeah. truth is. <laughs> gotcha. You gotta uh, tell the truth or at least don't lie. So the, this is a there, there's a paragraph in between my last reading and this this uh, next section that I'm reading. Sure. All right. Yeah. Um, so it starts off. You might object. The bottom is real. Being at the bottom is equally real. A mere transformation of posture is insufficient to change anything that fixed. If you're in number 10 position, then standing up straight and appearing dominant might only attract the attention of those who want, once again, to put you down. And fair enough. But standing up straight with your shoulders back is not something that is only physical. Because you're not only a body, you're a spirit, so to speak, a psyche as well. Standing up physically also implies and invokes and demands standing up metaphysically. Standing up mm. means voluntarily accepting the burden of being. Being is in capital, uh, the capital of B. Course, yeah. Uh, because of the, I mean, the great okay. chain of being. Oh, we're getting crazy. <laughs> Your nervous system responds in an entirely different manner when you face the demands of life voluntarily. You respond to a challenge instead of bracing for a catastrophe. You see the gold the dragon hoards instead of shrinking in terror from the all-too-real fact of the dragon. You step forward to take your place in the dominance hierarchy and occupy your territory, manifesting your willingness to defend, expand, and transform it. That can all occur practically or symbolically as a physical or as a conceptual restructuring. I love that he just speaks in second person the whole time. Straight to my soul. <laughs> right. right to me. Right to me. Two people in the room. He's being an aggressive liar. Um, yeah. Wow. Also, I feel like if we, you know, still lived in societies of 200, we're nomadic. Um, maybe like, <laughs> like you know, the, the ranks, like, oh, I am number 10. Maybe that would be a yeah. no, like, Number 10 <laughs> out of 7 billion, right? Oh, baby, like, <laughs> it's actually, we have this like, you know, like hyper, like caste system, which like, I don't really know about like my life, at least. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I, I know I personally know more than 10 people. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I'm sorry to brag like that. Um, <laughs> I don't even know myself. Damn. 
I think I'm ranked number number 15. Hopefully tomorrow I can be ranked number 14. That's pretty good. Well, it's not bad. You know, I, I've noticed a little bit of slouching in your posture that you could probably work on. Yeah. There no, we go. No. Yeah. All right. You, you've you, moved yeah. up maybe like a percentile. I don't know. Yeah, We're all more respectful. Here I come. <laughs> John, yeah, you were, you were saying something. Game stuff too. Yeah. Sorry. What's up, John? Oh, no, no. I, I didn't have anything. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought I heard you starting to talk. Um, so yeah, um, I, I don't know if there's anything else anybody wants to, uh, to focus on in the, uh, the book. The book that we all read, the good book. <laughs> he just, he just sucks. <laughs> just yeah, say, just yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. I do though. I harbor a little bit of sympathy for him because I, th- I really do think like, like Jordan is trying to make the world better. I like. I don't really think that he has malintent. I just think he's a quack. Um, that's that's absolutely true i think i think that like the when, when yeah when you strip the pseudo intellectualism and the, the the weird anecdotes like it boils down to like fairly good advice be confident you know like um be kind to people whatever um it's just that right. you get that message in a just really weird circuitous way that can kind of justify like alt-right ideology so anyway yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it's no, what happens absolutely. when you when you put yeah. somebody in in charge of something right um and maybe they're not supposed to be in charge of something Let, let's let's take like the old uh the old cliche of like the pilots have passed out and somebody has to land the plane. Right. And it's a dominance hierarchy thing. Like I don't believe in dominance hierarchies. I don't believe in hierarchies. So anyways, um, you know, let, let's say the, the pilots uh, have passed out or something, whatever happened to the pilots, nobody knows. Uh, and so, you know, somebody, uh, somebody gets chosen to land the plane and, you know, they, uh, they have to like justify themselves in some way because they're, it, it's, it's like when, whenever somebody is uh, not confident in, in what they're doing and what they're saying, they, they always have this like, self-qualifying like drive you know like yeah i uh i shouldn't be here but i will tell you one time i did uh i did coach a team of soccer players and so i know a lot about how organizational structures work you know like like they they always lean on like the the least uh or like or like the the best available thing that they have and that's kind of what jordan peterson does here three or anthropology courses at the local cc I really feel like I'm the right person to lead this team. Because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I know about primate dental patterns. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've worked yeah. with organizational structures before, and and therefore I'm qualified. I mean, based off of that, that anecdote, or not anecdote, but that kind of allegory that you're using, the thing that's really been funny to me about him in with more recency is that he's he's been kind of couching a lot of his statements about hierarchies which which is which is done in the way that he he's constantly saying it's not about power it's about competence and if that were true it would be dope Right. Like if people were only in the positions that they were in, 
because they were competent in holding those positions, then the world would be a much better place. But he's also someone that is constantly harping on these spaces of non-competence, like in the university, apparently, or fucking just anywhere he doesn't like, uh, or, you know, the Soviets, like he's constantly talking about, where it's, it's only power if I disagree with it. Otherwise, it's competence. And he's never able to build, like, unless he's talking about some kind of mythological structure like Marduk or something, he's never able to bring in any exemplification of these, like, competent hierarchies. It's always him saying hierarchies are good because they're based on competence. By the way, all the hierarchies that exist are bad and... And unless it's your boss at, at TGI Fridays. That, in that case, that, that is actually one place yeah. where he does point it out, where it's like, your boss is a person that, that knows what they're doing and you should listen to them. And then maybe you can become that boss if you uh, bus enough tables uh, and you come to work 30 minutes early uh, and you say thank you to cats or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pet the cat. Shoulders back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and great advice. Oh, hold on. Well, let's, just go through, cool. let's go through his list and let's determine how before, many of them before, are just Before we go through the list, before we go how through the list, you. You, you brought up hierarchies and structures yeah. and and yeah. I this promise, I promise this is the last Jesus one more Christ. I have. I will, I will not, one more. I will not Damn. read any more of the book after this and we'll go through the 12 or 42 rules he has. Um, no, this is 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this last reading I have. All right. The paragraph starts out. Even more problematic is the insistence logically stemming from this presumption of social corruption that all individual problems, no matter how rare, must be solved by cultural restructuring, no matter how radical. Our society faces the increasing call to deconstruct its stabilizing traditions to include smaller and smaller numbers of people who do not or will not fit into the categories upon which our perceptions are based. This is not a good thing. (laughs) Each person's private trouble cannot be solved by a social revolution because revolutions are destabilizing and generous or dangerous. We have learned to live together and organize our complex society slowly and incrementally over vast stretches of time, and we do not understand with sufficient exactitude why what we are doing works, thus altering our ways of social being carelessly in the name of some ideological shibboleth diversity springs to mind, is likely to produce far more trouble than good given the suffering that even small revolutions generally produce." Was it a good thing, for example, to so dramatically liberalize the divorce laws in the 1960s? It's not clear to me that children whose lives were destabilized by the hypothetical freedom this attempt at liberation introduced would say so. Horror and terror lurk behind the walls provided so wisely by our ancestors. We tear them down at our peril. We skate unconsciously on thin ice with deep, cold waters below where unimaginable monsters lurk. Damn, bro. That's what I'm talking about when I say that he goes in like these needless fascistic rants. With the confidence of a stoned college freshman. Exactly, (laughs) right? (laughs) 
Bro, behind like, these walls, you don't want to see what's on the other side. Midnight, you're closing out the dining hall, and he's just blabbing and blabbing. Yes, and- absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's like we're all in Plato's cave. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand like academics, because like, or maybe like I've just his, his voice is like melting my frontal lobes too much. Yes. Uh, but like, where where are Jordan Peterson's like justifications for like mm-hmm. the like wild tangent of the, the only the only citation down? he's he's really had <laughs> is the Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and take it from me, you are uh, you're not misunderstanding academics by expecting uh, some fucking backing. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, and of course, this is more this is more expected for like graduate students than like tenured professors, I guess. But you need to justify fucking everything you say. Like my my thesis, like a third, uh, conservatively, a third of every page is footnotes justifying every stupid fucking thing I say. Um, but. Um, yeah, the rules. Y'all read the rules. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's uh, close down the podcast with uh, with a brief overview of all the rules, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully make it through these in in some uh, reasonable amount of time. Hell yeah! So stand up straight with your shoulders back. Yay or nay? Yay! 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 Just good chiropractic Yay. advice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Greet yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Yeah. 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 Self love. Make friends with people who want the best for you. Yay. Sure. I'm not doing it, but yay. (laughs) (laughs) Compare yourself who with who you were yesterday, not with who someone else is today. Yay. Sure. Seventy percent yay. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's good to compare yourself to others sometimes, you know, but. But most most importantly is like you know based on who you are like like yeah. hey I made improvement today and that's what I'm worried about you know right right do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them no no for me no. dog what if your kid is gay and you see are, exactly uh, that that's the first thing that's that. the first thing I come to is like right if if I was a bigoted person. I'm not, and I'm not going to ever have kids because I'm an antinatalist. Not really. It's just a joke that we have. Um, but you know, like, like, uh, uh, there's, there's plenty of things that, that maybe even I, like if my, the, the closest thing I can think of is if I had a child and that child came as a furry, I would immediately be like, oh man, <laughs> but that, that is not, uh, I, I should not stop my child from expressing, whatever they want to express as a human being just because it's not something that i necessarily like of course if it's something that's like harmful to society like hey dad i'm a cannibal i'd be like yeah you (laughs) don't do that please but if it's like yeah i like dressing up in a polyester cartoon dog suit and getting off with other people i'd be like not my favorite thing about you but i'm not going to stop you from doing that because that's something that uh that that is you right you see your level of acceptance is is why we've been able to survive friendship <laughs> it's because of my polyester dog suit yeah I was gonna say, um, time time to reveal that you're a furry 
I'm actually a scaling. I, I am oh, a dragon. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a so, dragon so, so with the, the gold. You're grosser. <laughs> he says modern par- parents are terrified of too frequently just ju- juxt. Excuse me. <laughs> I sound like a kid now. <laughs> those words, disciple and punish. And he doesn't back that up. And I just feel like it's one thing to discipline your kid. If your kid hits another kid, punish the kid. But when you say don't let your child do anything that makes you dislike them, it implies much broader forms of punishment. Absolutely. Like, like yeah. my, my parents yeah. weren't happy oh. that I became an art student, you know, like, but is there anything right. wrong with me becoming an art student? No. I, I do. Based on what you just said, Annie, uh, this is, this is an extremely important uh, point that I forgot to bring up before, but he, he titles a lot of the sections in this after texts that if he has read them, he either did not understand them or he purposely avoided them and wants to misrepresent them uh or that he just he saw the name on a bookshelf somewhere and he's like that sounds cool discipline and punished by Foucault yeah things p- fall apart by Chinua Achebe like it's these are these are important texts that if he fucking read them uh, he would not he come would to the conclusions that he comes to yeah right exactly so a, a, another important thing to consider um Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. We know that he doesn't follow. Ironic, that. Um, <laughs> right? Um, but and I mean, there's something to be said for like take care of your shit uh, and like and leftist spaces for sure. Like there's a lot of people that are just like total shitheads and 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 just genuinely bad people that decide to criticize everyone for everything. Well, but, we we have one in our midst as as John is you know. Oh yeah, constantly yeah. on administrative uh, leave for for yeah, the things yeah. he says. Yeah. Wow. But but is, so there's something to be said for that. But also that's the best way to stop anything from ever happening. Um, and like think of think of all of the like most important thinkers in the world, and think about how fucked up they were in like one or more realms of their life. In, in moral or just like functional ways. Well, did you know sure. that Martin Luther King yeah. had affairs sometimes, right? Hmm? <laughs> no, I know, right? Yeah. But, so he, he should have sorted that out before he went off and exactly uh, and helped, uh, you know, before he led movement. the civil rights movement. <laughs> um, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Tell the truth, or at least don't lie. Good thing to aim for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of gray area there. Some sometimes right. lies are are okay. Like if you Kant has entered the chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if if I uh, if I was in Germany in like the 1930s and you asked me, you know, whether or not somebody was living in my attic, I would probably say no. Right. But don't lie. Just say. I don't know. Somebody could be living in my attic. I, I hear some, <laughs> some scrambling around there sometimes. It's been a it's couple of hour, hours since I checked. Just uh, <laughs> respond to the question. <laughs> Do you have juice in your attic? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's times that lies are okay, uh, in my opinion. Assume yeah. that the person you were listening to might know something you don't. Sure. Yes. Sure. A broken fact, clock is, is right I'm a twice a day, right? Yeah, I just think people are always lying to me. Well, yeah, I don't have Jews in my attic, so. 
be precise in your speech. Another thing he doesn't follow. But, no. <laughs> no. But yeah, generally try to, right? Again, ironic is, is the um, judgment I'm going to give that. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I guess I'd be 50-50, or maybe I'm just being pedantic, but uh, I guess I would say communicate effectively. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's lots I mean, of cases. There's, not, there's lots yeah. of cases yeah. where where the rule could be maybe altered a little bit to make more sense. Right. Like, do yeah. not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Could be like simplified to like set moral don't boundaries your for your children. Evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. let your yeah. kids be evil. You know. Well, like, because like, like that, that's just weird to me because like, uh, like my parents were pretty hard on me. Uh, they're disciplinarians, but like they, I don't remember them like trying to like uh, subvert like my subconscious free will. Right. You know, like, and that's what that sounds like to me. Like, don't let your kids do something that would make you dislike them. Sure. Like, like sure. brainwash your kids into, <laughs> and into whatever you want them to be. It's just weird. Weird. Right. Fucked up. That, at least that's what it comes across to me. No, because for sure. He's like, the, totally. the, 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 the listener that he's speaking to is like, like, like a 23 year old right wing incel. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or at least that's what the uh, tone comes off as. No, that's just absolutely when you consider like the possibility of resentment again mm. in each thing that he's like, you know. <clears throat> um, do not bother children when they're skateboarding. I'm generally cool with that. Yeah, yeah. like well, yeah, yeah, I'm not gun. Punk rock, y'all. Skate or die. Um, skate or die. <laughs> do kill your children if they do not <laughs> skateboard. Um. Pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. Again, that's how mangy uh, it is, or if you're yeah. allergic. Yeah, yeah. weird metaphor. Just enjoy the little things would suffice. Exactly. Yeah. Sniff, right. the, sniff the roses. Stop to smell the roses. Yeah. yeah. Right. See, Mike and I got it at the same fucking time. <laughs> now we're gonna have people just absolutely like adopting feral cats for Jordan. So I don't know if that's the yeah. most precise language. Well, <laughs> so, well, maybe that's the domesticating the incels so that they don't become mass shooters. <laughs> right. So they don't like feral cats. They'll, they'll, they'll sleep with it. Sleep crazy. with an incel when you meet one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number four for me. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that out loud. No, it's okay. We 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 frequently say things that we shouldn't say out loud on yeah. this uh, this uh, show. Yeah. I don't want to give viewers the wrong idea. Yeah. Um, you're gonna get like a thousand more people fighting yeah. your boyfriend because our our viewership is mostly incels. Oh my god. I think I think, I think the listener snitched on me, which. Uh, which I thought that the listener was were on my side, but no, yeah, no, the listener yeah, is well, an antagonistic no. object. Sorry uh, to let yeah, you know. The, th- yeah. the thing about the listener is that the listener is our collective unconscious, and so <laughs> it will always snap back at us to to bring the real in, and uh, it's it's nasty. It's it's rough. <laughs> uh, but that's the whole list. Uh, and it's funny how like the most agreeable ones are all front loaded and of course. Kind of weird yeah. because yeah. rhetoric. Yeah. But cool. All right. Well, uh, hey, I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> We're not, that's not how we sign off, man. No, sorry. Uh, Annie, thank you very much for joining us. Um, and, and also suffering through most of Jordan Peterson's book. 
Um, I'm not saying that as a criticism because obviously like I didn't make it through. John didn't make it through. Dorian made it through because Dorian has brain problems. Uh, and, myself, yeah, yeah, he hates himself and, and he uh, abuses <sighs> himself like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything to pitch, Annie? Oh, I think we lost her. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. My, um, my, my connection got a little. Yeah, there we go. You're, you're back now. Um, we were, we were asking whether or not you had anything you wanted to, uh, pitch, um, to pitch to like promote. Yeah. Um, follow definitely Wikipedia, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, oh. um, go to wikipedia.com, buy merch, uh, half the proceeds go to Wikimedia. Um, nice. half of the proceeds pay for my tuition and kombucha habit. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's about all I have to promote. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um, and then, uh, Dorian, do you have anything to pitch? John, I know you have a, uh, an Instagram account now. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, I have the pitches I'm going to be giving all throughout May. Um, the writing workshop is still going. Uh, so that's uh, patreon.com slash truncata, T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A. We do uh, theory, philosophy. We've been doing some history, uh, poetry writing, and, and writing of all sorts. Uh, and uh, at the end of the month, so the very last Saturday of the month, I believe that's the 29th. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we're doing an open workshop where anyone is allowed in. Uh, we are boiling it down from three available options right now uh, for a theme, but that is open to absolutely everyone uh, at 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'll put up more details with that as we go forward, but uh, uh, bring your bring your cat, bring your mom, bring your skateboarding kids, and we'll uh, we'll talk shit it'll be good the last one was great so yes yeah, for sure yeah uh john what what is your instagram account uh at discopathic mm-hmm. um, hell yeah. yeah yeah he has no posts and there's no reason to follow him except for uh, we, no, we love all. john yeah not at <laughs> all despite I mean, his I, transgressions i wouldn't suggest it also um, <laughs> says i have to promote myself <laughs> that's true that's true also, I've been threatened with deletion on uh, on Instagram a few times now, so I will say follow my backup page, which also has nothing on it except a really cool picture of of me as Sonic, uh, at uh, and that's Dankdala's V two. Yep. All right. Well, I have nothing to pitch. Um, thank you, everybody yeah. who listened to this point. As always, we love you, and please please take your medicine. Please take mine too make sure to share with your friends. All right.